Hi, I'm Dr. V. And I'm Dr. A. Two docs on a mission to answer your burning questions about burning sensations and all things science. This is What the Woo. So what do you think about that conference I dragged you to last Friday? Okay, I got to be honest. <laughs> I really didn't want to go at all. I know. Like, I know. I mean, like, if I didn't make that clear <laughs> by my passivity. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to go. And I was like, God, I don't, I don't want to be around influencers all fucking day. <laughs> and then I got there. And I was, I actually kind of hated myself a little bit because I was like, gosh, I love this. Like, yeah. I, it was a good day. And I was actually pleasantly surprised by how genuine these women were. And how much they wanted to help each other yep. and help us. And I felt like it was a day full of positivity, but it didn't feel fake to me. Yeah. So so to back up um, for the listeners, there is a group called Blogger. And they've been around since 2005. And they've been running these conferences for influencers. So it started as Blogger because back then that's what everybody's doing. They were blogging, right? And, and people don't really blog anymore. Um, for those of you millennials, there actually was a format before Instagram. Blogging is blogging. what we do when we type online. Yes, we type words. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of YouTube videos. Yeah, so I started on Paul Curious. As, actually, this is my 10-year anniversary this month, which I totally forgot about. So you started when you were 12? <laughs> All right. So I started I started 10 years ago and I was I was blogging and that was when mommy blogs were all the rage. And so um everybody had their Canons or their Nikons cuz smartphones weren't thing yet and you would basically like take pictures of your babies and talk about your babies and blah, 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 and write about it and you'd get a bunch of fans and pioneer woman was still just some little housewife out on the prairie. And Blogger sort of brought all these women together to to share resources and advice. And, and advice. And I'll never forget, I went to my first Blogger conference in, it must have been 2011. And it was all these mom bloggers and I was a pet blogger. And people were looking at me like, really? Yeah, like, <laughs> it, what? Like, who does what? that? That's not important. But it was funny because I would say, oh, I'm a veterinarian and I blog about pets. And they're like, Okay, and then like two seconds later, they'd turn around and bloop, like pull out their phone and show me 5,000 pictures of their dog and ask me questions. I'm like, see? Right. You like your dog. Yeah, like because the first instinct was like, what the fuck? Are you just trying to be like us? Yeah, I'm like, no, I have kids. I just don't exploit them like you do. <laughs> I, I exploit the dogs. I exploit my dogs. Well, and, and, that's, and that's exactly what ended up happening. You know, now 10 years later, these kids are all teenagers and – the mom blogs are all sort of dried up because you cannot write about a 12-year-old without some major Yeah, ethical. you get tons of judgment. Like, you're putting your well, kids as you should. out there. You know, and... honestly, you know, I wouldn't want my mom writing about my first period. Like, you know, they're like, no, 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 no. So I've yeah. always been, it was a deliberate choice not to write about, I don't write about anybody who could potentially read it one day. Like, the dogs were never going to read anything I write. So I wrote about them. And I wrote about myself. But you would never find me writing about, like, my marriage. Or, like, I just don't. Right. That's what your diary is for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, as, as open as I am about a lot of things, I'm actually extraordinarily private. But, um, you know, you go to this conference and you'd see all the things people were talking about. And over the years, it's evolved. And it's 
an entirely different group. I don't know what happened to those mom bloggers. Like they're all in menopause, off doing podcasts now. I'm not really sure. Hating their lives possibly. <laughs> I mean, so, so it's so many young people. Like yeah. I was shocked. I mean, I, I felt a little bit too old to be there well and and to be clear to clarify this this is an offshoot specifically about health influencers so it's blogger health and it's the second year that they've done that and so i was like hey let's just go see what health one who is a health influencer and also like where where is this market going where's this market going is it all woo i wanted to know the percentage of woo to (laughs) non-woo yes and so we did some scientific research we did some scientific research and it, it didn't surprise me um how young the group was because just in general that's, that's influence that's what influencers do and you know i feel like i'm oh gosh uh, 15 plus years out of school and i've just now gotten to a point where i feel really confident um, and myself as, you know, a practitioner to say, no, like, I, re- I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, and, and yet. But par- you still have the balance of, like, I know enough to be scared when I hit a new topic that I don't know. Like, at least you know what you don't know. Yeah. Right? But, you know, obviously we're surrounded by people who simply don't have that problem. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm 22. I'm an Ayurvedic nutritionist. And I'm going to tell you how to eat. God. And I'm looking and, at them like, oh, you're already healthy. Like, you could eat, like, garbage and still look healthy. Like, come back yeah. when you're 40. You don't need to be a vegan to look <laughs> like you do. Like, you just have amazing genetics. Yeah. <laughs> you look like that despite your choices. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's interesting to me because I'm like, wow, you're in your early 20s. You have, like, 500 million followers. And clearly you have a connection to the outside world. Um, but you're in your 20s, which means you literally haven't even had enough time to have the education to back up the things you're saying. Yeah. And that's what's scary, right? Well, and it just sort of reflects, I think, this idea um, that that wellness and, and the people who are, are wellness influencers, it's really more about this idea or this aspiration. And it's, it's a very superficial, right? Like wellness is about looking young and thin and or fit like depending on which section um, of, of wellness that you're in and it's it's just all a very very superficial treatment like to me I want I want to hear about wellness for people who've been through some shit right <laughs> like who are <laughs> like struggling <us. laughs> just to get through your day yeah like like where are the wellness influencers for people in their 50s like we just wellness is only for the young and then once you're 35 like you don't they're like fuck you've got one foot in the grave honey just be happy that you woke up alive today you know who i think should have a wellness blog those people that al roker interviews on their 100th birthday (laughs) yes how'd you do like how'd you make it and and none of them say vitamins like they're so over that they're like i just drink what i feel like and i take a walk every day yeah, it usually it's like, you know why I got through? Because vodka. I'm happy. Well, vodka, yes. <laughs> and I'm happy. And like, you know, I don't cut everything out of my life. I just enjoy life and I'm present and I have, you know, kids and a husband and 
No, and I go on vacations. I'm know? surprised at how many of them mention alcohol. I love that. a lot of them, and and none of them are angry. Like ang- no, angry people die thing. young. It seems that's like the thing is they're just they're happy, and it doesn't mean that they were rich and so they lived a life of privilege. It literally is just I took advantage of life. Um, but I didn't like jump off skyscrapers and, you know, all no, that. Like, like super they chill. Yeah, they weren't like, you know, taking major risks in life, but they were just enjoying it. Like none of them are veterinarians. Or none of them are physicians. <laughs> physicians as a whole die in like their we're, 50s. We're, we're all very angry. Um, <laughs> I literally have one and a half feet in the grave, I think. So, yeah, like I, I think, you know, if you're really going to be talking about wellness, we need to be talking about it in a little bit more of like when I talk about like functional wellness, like not not in a naturopathic way, but like how do you function? <laughs> Yes. Like not in the how many times do you see your chiropractor and your, you know, acupuncturist, but like, how do you get through your day? Yeah. And and, and it was interesting because I would say probably 90% of the people there were in their 20s, early 30s. But how old were the speakers? Well, it, it depends. Mostly our age. Yeah. I mean, there were some younger. The influencers were younger, but the experts were older. Yes. Um, but they weren't the influencers, which is kind of funny. Right. Well, you know, there was uh, the That CEO, one doctor who was like 80. Oh, the, the OB-GYN. Dr. Ruth. Yes, who was working for Vagisil and had amazing things to say. And, um, and I kind of aspire to be her one day. No, she was great. <laughs> Um, that CEO, uh, who won the pitch contest, mm-hmm. um, she was our age, she was our age and she's doing amazing things and she was so humble. And that's what I loved about her. I ran into her in the bathroom. I think I might've mentioned. Well, and the, okay, let's talk about <laughs> that's a, you know, wellness for people who've seen some shit. She was making basically like her whole premise was incontinence right yes, like a product she, for, and it was so funny she invented yes. a stick-on urinary incontinence pad that is super low profile and just literally goes over your urethra and it was funny because she's like so who who here has actually like ever act like peed themselves or worried about peeing themselves and, and there was, was like silent. five of us it was like crickets. <laughs> and everybody over 35 is like oh yeah <laughs> who has over it? 35 Three of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All three of us were like, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it was so super uncomfortable. And the other pitch contestings were like, how to make friends. And I think there was an app. App yeah. for vitamin, like a vitamin app. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying they weren't good. Mm-hmm. They were really interesting and lovely. But I was so happy to see that Jenna won for her urinary incontinence thing because, you know, She's dealing with real fucking life. And 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 a lot of the wellness stuff doesn't, I guess. Yeah. Sort of like the, and, the circle, yes. and I just loved also that, you know, she'd been working hard at this, right? And she's pounding the pavement trying to get, you know, funding for her business. And and then she comes here and, you know, she won and and that was great for exposure and for, you know, the money that's going to be put into her business. Um, it's like a Shark Tank thing. Yeah, but I, I just love that she was real. Well, and I think, you know, God bless her for for taking that on. Because like you said, it is it is taboo. I mean, it's even taboo among women. 
like try bringing men into the conversation and it's and it's like crickets like she probably gets a lot of doors slammed in her face by people who are like I don't want to have this discussion with you can you imagine what it's like for her to go to the local bank that's run mostly by men to ask for a small business loan that's why she's in these pitch contests exactly (laughs) that's the thing is like I wonder about that you know she's probably hit so many struggles and speed bumps in her career yet she's still staying positive and she's still pushing through because she believes in her product and she should because it's desperately needed well and and she believes in this audience who's worthy of having you know a, a need met and and even here in the health influencer sphere that is geared towards you know wellness that's circled around looking well as opposed to actually being well that that she has that this product is I think pretty revolutionary and then you know the main sponsor that we saw up there is Vagisil right and so they're all talking about breaking this taboo about the vagina and again they're you know they're up there and like rah rah everybody say vagina and they're everybody's like I don't want to I know <laughs> I feel like it was like you and I were like heck vagina awesome <laughs> now, like, now can we course, go back to coconut oil we're uncomfortable <laughs> right now I know and you know certainly like I feel like I'm I'm unique right because I'm saying anatomical words about genitalia all the time in my other jobs but I feel like that shouldn't be unique, right? And it shouldn't be weird that we have to mark explicit on our podcast because we talk about vaginas or clitoris or penis. Shh, I know. <laughs> Oopsie, this one's getting an e-mark we're never, too. We're never getting sponsored. <laughs> yeah, but but right, like those are anatomical words. I was not speaking in colloquialisms. I wasn't using you, vulgarity. Yeah, you should have said woo-woo. And then we would have been okay. Right. Hoo-ha. Your hoo-ha. <laughs> your, it's hoo-ha day. Your privates. Yes. You know, no, come on, people. Let's right. use words. And, you know, and I thought there was another irony of the day, even though I got to back up. I, I full on love the day. But the irony was, you know, we were given these huge swag bags when we checked in Mm -hmm. and then there were also lots of booths to go to at all of the breaks our networking breaks who also gave us amazing stuff the swag was incredible i'm wearing the socks right now god these socks are amazing because i'm wearing them too um what's the cut up here it's point Uh, something like that i've never had socks like this i know they're like little hugs they're little hugs (laughs) for your feet okay now from Um, a wellness perspective this socks i don't think you understand until you get older, what it is to have warm feet. <laughs> as, no, but warm, re- comfortable feet. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I, I feel bad even complaining about my cold feet because as we are recording this, it's like minus five million in Chicago. It, yes. Um, um, yeah, and like, we're in San Diego. It's like 58 and I need socks. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to admit, the room we record in is very cold. It's, oh my God, I... Yeah, I actually have to like sometimes put on a light sweatshirt. Uh, before you come over, I turn on the space heater for two I hours. I noticed. It's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. But anyways, like back to the swag. I pulled it all out when I got home at 11 p.m. from my drive from Los Angeles. And I would say I had like over $500 worth of stuff. Good stuff. 
on my table. And we're not talking just like post-it notes or chapstick or <laughs> pens. The stuff that we usually get at our medical conferences. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing, right? So, you know, we got good products to use and to try. And um, I have to say I have like gallons of Vaseline and Eucerin lotion. Well, every time we walk by, like, do you want some? I was like, I already got some. She's like, I don't care. You could you could have gotten 17 full-size bottles of Eucerin. Yes, and I did. Which probably would have, I mean, that alone was worth the price of admission. Like, I know. And you are. <laughs> from a girl who has some eczema, let me tell you. I love me some Eucerin. Yeah. And um, I have to admit, I've been slapping on a lot. Yeah. There's no need to, like, uh, ration my lotion anymore. Because no. I have gallons of it. Yes. And I'm loving it. Um. But it, it kills me, right? Because I, I was talking with another friend of mine, telling her how many great things I got at this conference. And she's like, oh, we don't get stuff like that at our conferences. And I was like, oh, well, at the medical conferences, we don't either. There's laws against it. And yeah. she's like, what? We Well, we don't have laws. I was talking with a, a veterinarian who was like, no, we don't have those laws. Right. And I was like, well, have you heard of the Sunshine Act? Like, it's literally targeted at us physicians. So now, you know, we get chapstick and Kleenex. And, you know, if we're lucky, we'll get a USB drive. But it's only like, you know, eight gigs. Yeah, the, the healthy on days of pharmaceutical companies coming in and like buying ridiculous things for for their clients. Like Dude, that's... I don't even get a dinner at Ruth's Chris anymore. No. And damn it, like I like that because... Uh, primary care physicians we cannot afford a steak dinner <laughs> but, but, we get the chicken exactly and now i can't even get that because of legislators because they think if i get a steak dinner i'm going to prescribe inappropriately um okay well you know i have a brain and i also have a license that i need to protect and so you know i would never do that but okay you know, there's clearly some projection going on there because they <laughs> right. get, you know, influenced by uh, no, all what, the people that are all the, campaigning. And the, well, and the lobbyists. Uh, they, the lobbyists, yeah. They have, theoretically, right, federal employees have very, very strict rules about what they can or can't accept. Now, we all know that they've got a bajillion ways of getting around it, mm -hmm. um, which they can and do, and sometimes it's enforced and sometimes it's not. But it's very, very funny to me that everybody's, like, laser-focused on physicians, quote-unquote, big pharma, and yet I was talking to somebody in the tech industry who's like, oh, yeah, we, like, these sales guys, like – in order to close a deal, they'll buy somebody's wife plastic surgery. Like it's no like that. Are you kidding me? No. I'm like, oh, I can't. I even need get... to get my husband a tech job. I know. I'm like, well, you know, my husband works in tech, and it's they don't. He's never gotten me plastic surgery. Well, maybe he's not talking to the right people. I guess not. I like, mean, and clearly you don't need it, but I could use some lipo in a couple I would, places. I would not turn down some free Botox. Seriously, I'm just saying. I, yeah, we don't get that in the medical world. And it was kind of crazy to me to see that, you know, these social media influencers just get stuff thrown at them. Yeah. And you know? so um, the the um, FCC does have rules about how you're supposed to disclose those things. And they have for a long time because people were sort of complaining and saying when, when a blogger reviews a product um, – are they reviewing it because they like it or are they reviewing it because they got it for free or are they actually getting paid to promote it? And so you are supposed to disclose 
all of those things. This is a paid review, a non-paid review, but I get the product for free, blah, blah, blah. When you wrote a blog, right, like a 700-word blog, you had um, some real estate to say all those things. Now, on Twitter and on Instagram, <coughs> they don't have nearly as much space. And so there's all these rules. That's why you're supposed to have hashtag ad, which means you get paid for it. Now, we know that these a lot of these influencers, they just don't follow the rules and it's not getting enforced. Mm -hmm. And you see people, they get thousands of dollars to post with products. You know, we're talking about things that we got for free and swag bags that we liked. We did get them for free. But but um, no one's paying us to talk about this. But yeah. if you'd like to, if anyone's yes. listening to us, yeah, we're we totally <laughs> open to that. We'll go back and edit this shit and say that you paid us. <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I've, I've always been. But I'm not desperate. Totally it's, not. Yeah, it's kind of a, a slap in the face. You know, for me, I've had I've had this blog up and I've always been really conscientious about like, I'm not going to review something just because you're trying to throw like, I don't know, a $50 gift card at me I, I buy things to review them or if you send me something for free that I um, think looks good like I'll do it but people would send me like you know a five dollar bag of dog treats and expect <laughs> me to write a whole review about it it's like come on no. you know like and and that's it, it's very very funny that people will still sort of hang their hat on this idea that um, doctors and, and by extension veterinarians I think because it's the same pharmaceutical companies who are at these conferences mm -hmm. they just find it very easy to apply the same rules to us and so the quality yeah. of the swag at the vet conferences has gone down um, substantially as well which is fine it's not why we go you know but if there if there's a company and it's usually a non-pharmaceutical one like right it's somebody who finances veterinary procedures or something and they'll have um, like a build-a-bear a stuffed animal or something it's like a ten dollar build-a-bear and the line right. it'll be like it'll be like you know going to see michael jackson in 86 you know like, yeah it's going around outside crazy. the front of the conference center it's like it's ten dollars you can't afford you could actually walk to the build-a-bear across town buy a build-a-bear come back and still have only moved up three places in line yeah, and that's what's sad, right? But we're so desperate, so desperate for any swag. Any any swag. And that's what kills me is because we do have the education. And by the way, like like I mentioned before, we do have our licenses to mm -hmm. protect. It's not like we can be bought easily. No. <laughs> like because I don't want to ever encourage um, you know, a treatment or a medication for someone where it's not appropriate because yeah. I can lose my license and let me tell you it is not worth a free steak dinner no and that's what I mean I get I get solicited you know many many times a week to review products and now it's um cannabis product you know and well that would be fun for the podcast <laughs> well for pets you know the cannabis products. but are they are they human food grade? A lot of them say they are, and I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, I don't know how any of that works. It's it's still all very up in the air because it's not regulated. And so if you are a pet influencer, you can give your dog pot treats, write about them, collect your $10, whatever. But like you said, when it comes from me, it's a medical endorsement. Yeah. And, and even though you don't feel like it's worth more, it's worth more to me because of my investment in my career and my license. And so I am not going to give you an endorsement unless you work with me 
and and I actually decide that they it's a I'll safe, endorse the product and yeah, then it's that a takes safe a reputable product and it you know has the medical claims that it makes and at know? this point it is and it's kind of silly but it is completely illegal for me to discuss any sort of cannabis with mm-hmm. with pet owners even if I wanted to it's it's not legal and so I I'm not gonna <sighs> do it Brenda I can stop emailing me <laughs> I'm gonna discuss your pot trees because I don't want to get a note from the veterinary medical board. It's not worth it. No, it isn't. And, you know, that's the thing is what we each spent over a quarter million dollars for our, our education at least. And we're struggling to pay that off. And there is no way any sort of, you know, swag is going to make us put our licenses at risk. But these influencers don't have those risks and no, no one's going to sue at stake for them. Yeah, no one's going to sue, you know, the Ayurvedic nutritionist or whatever um because they give wackadoo medical advice. Right. No one's going to sue them and they aren't going to be prosecuted for practicing medicine without a license, which is really what they're doing. Um and and it just kills me because they're the ones that are being bought by these companies with you know swag and whatever um it it just kills me because we you and I that have the education are really the ones that should that these big companies should be trying to go for yeah and it's funny to me that there's all this distrust about you know how frequently doctors are are bought out by this that and the other but when you look in the public space that you don't see doctors and vets out there quote-unquote shilling no stuff very much at all you know it is literally the people that accuse uh, us of being shills that are the ones that are selling themselves for big nutraceutical or you know big pot leaf yeah exactly and big doobie that's what i'm gonna start calling big it doobie, that is <laughs> um, that's our next t-shirt, t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm good for is a line of t-shirts that's why birds don't smoke yeah. Furry little zombies and big doobie. Don't give all don't, our secrets don't away trust yet. trust big doobie. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm writing this down right now. Oh, God. Don't forget to subscribe to our WooCast on iTunes, Google Play, or directly on our website at whatthewoopodcast.com. You can email us at contact at whatthewoopodcast.com or go to our website and fill out the contact form there. We'd love to hear from you. What the Woo is an educational podcast and is not a substitute for professional care and advice. Please seek appropriate medical care for any health care concerns. Opinions expressed are solely those of the doctors and not those of any sponsors or employers. Thanks for listening. See you next time on What the Woo.